Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I have horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm your host and executive producer of the Horse Talk Show, Louisa Barton, with my co-host in the studio, Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian, who is licensed to massage both you and your horse. She can come and visit your farm or you can visit hers. And I can absolutely assure you it will be the best massage you've ever had in your life. Happy to work on Ego too. <laughs> she's very good at that as well. <laughs> I will say she's very, very good at that as well. We've got a great lineup of show uh, for you. We've got Dr. Adam Kayot talking about pyroplasmosis in the next segment. Then we actually have a special guest from the power plant next door to the CEP studios here who will be joining us to talk to you about internet on your farm. And I can tell you, if you live on a farm, you're probably not very happy with your internet. And we've got some solutions uh, potentially for that for you and hope that um, we can help you out with that situation. Then we have a couple of pre-recorded segments actually with Susan Montaigne and some of her team members way back from Derby time when we were talking about Cyberknife, who was running in the Derby, who was trained here in Ocala. And he actually won the Haskell this past weekend, outrun Mike Smith and Tybo by just a little tiny bit. Look at that for close. Mike was coming. Um, so congratulations to Susan and her team. And we're going to share those interviews from back in May uh, coming up shortly. But we have some news, first of all. So um, let's start out with the horse of the week from the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch. Um, the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch is a 501c3 in Citra that has 29 currently um, foster children from abuse situations that have either been sexually, physically abused, trafficked, have been in drug situations, broken homes, all sorts of things. And the horses on property there are um, wonderful. They are part of this program of teaching them horsemanship skills, feeding, farm work, farm maintenance, fixing fences, mowing, um, learning to ride, learning a basic skills that they could actually enter the equine industry and be fully qualified to do a phenomenal job on your farm. And these kids get a lot of emotional support from these horses. And each week we're featuring a horse that we hope somebody will foster. It's only $95 a month to foster a horse. The Horse Talk Show has fostered Buddy. And this week we have Patches for you. And Patches is a mare who is 19 years old, a paint quarter horse mix, quiet, trusting, 
very, very calm and caring with these kids. And you can reach out to Brenda at 352-425-0709. That's 352-425-0709. If you can adopt patches, foster patches rather, you can visit a couple times a year at events that they'll have at the farm and you'll get progress reports on your horse and how your horse is working with the kids. And um, these children, as I said, they're learning some absolutely uh, incredible horsemanship skills. So if you can possibly support um, the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch and help these children to continue with the equestrian program, that would be phenomenal. On to the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games. And actually, we have a cute little video we'll show you in a second, but October 22nd from 10 to 4 p.m., the Hobby Horse Equestrian Games will be at the Florida Horse Park. Vendors, food trucks, and all breed parade, free admission for all ages. Top equestrians will be teaching the different equestrian sports, and then you'll get a chance actually to compete yourself from the safety of a stick horse. I'm gonna show you a cute little video. The Hobby Horse Equestrian Games will be held at the Florida Horse Park on October 22nd. This event is part of the equine initiative presented by Piranha, and it's a great way to learn horse sports from top equestrians and compete yourself from the safety of a stick horse. We're seeking businesses who would like to compete against one another in the polo tournament and sponsors for the event. This event will be free to the public and all ages are welcome. Please reach out to Louisa at ocalacep.com if you'd like to be involved. Amazing. That was a fun video to make. I love the fact that the CEP team are such good sports and we're willing to get out there in the hot, humid weather and play some polo. At least we're having this in October, so won't be as bad. Shout out for Henry Jones at Del Mar. And um, he has shared some fabulous photos of racing this weekend, the opening of the meet. And um, I love the fact that he goes in there for us and gets these amazing photographs. And um, what fun. I mean, like, don't we need to dress like that? Yes. Yes, we do. Look at them, how color coordinated they are. Oh, and I love Mary. their fascinators. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's absolutely super cool. Great photograph. Oh, and this one's sweet. Look, I mean, what a lot. If you're listening on the radio, we're looking at photos of beautiful horses and some people dressed in some absolutely phenomenal outfits there at Del Mar this weekend. Um, and if you're watching us on Facebook or Equus Television, um, then you get to see these wonderful photographs by Henry Jones. But uh, you can find him on social media. He's. Um, Current photography, current photography. Um, you can find him and um, follow his great photographs. So if you're tuning in on the podcast or on the radio, uh, you actually can go and find him at Current Photography and see uh, some of these wonderful outfits that these ladies are wearing. And the horses are just phenomenal. And um, they've got some great jockey shots as well. The jockeys are great. And um, he really definitely captures the... Oh... That's great. That. We need to do that. That's a phenomenal hat. Okay, if you're listening on the radio, you really need to go to Facebook and see this hat. I've never seen anything like that. That's pretty amazing. Uh, Henry, well done. Oh, my gosh. I wonder how they made that hat. Mm, that was a job. Hat building competition. Hat building competition. I think that's a very good idea, don't you? I'm not competitive at all when it comes to decorating horses or, you know, your head. I can tell. You're not. I like her fascinator. 
That's really, really a nice one. That's a very, very nice one. Very glamorous. Um, nice hat for the young man there, um, I must say. Quite, quite nice. But anyway, Del Mar Race Me is, uh, is wonderful. I've been to Del Mar a couple of times and uh, really, really enjoyed the race meets there. They really get into the whole um, atmosphere of racing and people really get dressed up. And I really like that because, you know, of course, Ascot in England, you have to be dressed up. So I love to see it when they uh, when they get all, uh, you know, yeah, gussied up. It's just uh, it's fantastic. So thank you very much to um, to Henry Jones uh, for sharing with us his really his experience at the at the opening of the meet and and what a great time and uh, he had and got to be back seen get some great photos and and share them with us. So we appreciate you, Henry. I think your dad is um, is watching. I don't know your dad's name, but. Henry's dad, if you're watching, your son is amazing. We really appreciate him. We hope we see him at the Kentucky Derby next year. Maria hopes to. We're going. We're going. <laughs> Did I ever give you your tag? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh, I've been carrying your tag around since the Derby. Your media tag yeah, for I'll the use Derby. It to manifest yes, next we, year. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna do it. We're just gonna we're gonna make it happen. But we just have to agree before we leave that you'll still like me when we get back. Because I'm just gonna tell you that. It's a miracle that Gigi still speaks to me, but yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's it's an experience, isn't it, Gigi? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, the Kentucky Derby is one of those things where you know, bring your walking shoes. I, I have a little tip for people. So, I go in a nice pair of high heels because you know you're at the Kentucky Derby, but I carry this little pair of folding <laughs> flat shoes in my purse or bag, and about an hour in. I'm done. <laughs> Changing shoes, because that's what we do at the Kentucky Derby. That was the sound that we have to go to break. We're going to come back with Dr. Chaot with pyroplasmosis. That's not an easy word to say for anybody. <laughs> Dr. Chaot will be with us after the break. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show.
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to FeedDAC.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. With over 70 years of collective experience in the horse industry, Lipchip was built with integrity by horsemen for horsemen. Introducing the ChipLink system, powered by Lipchip, where a 15-digit unique ID becomes a key to unlock not only identity, but also health paperwork, owner information, and even photos of each horse. So simple, even a child can do it. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. Enhance your horse's performance fitness, strength, and rehabilitation with state-of-the-art equipment. ETI treadmills offer the finest European engineering, the highest quality filtration, and no chemicals are required. Follow Equine Therapy International on social media or at equinetherapyint.com. Equine Therapy International provides technologically advanced therapy for horses worldwide. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's Equine Studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here with Dr. Adam Kayot of Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. We're going to talk about pyroplasmosis. You know, tell us what it is and we don't have it here, right? That's right. That's right. We're going to try to keep it that way. Yeah. So pyroplasmosis is a bacteria that's carried by ticks. It's awful things. Um, and obviously, so, so they, they can, you know, they bite and then they get it from the blood of, of one animal and then they go through the field and they bite another animal and they transmit it. Um, so, so ticks are the fomite. Um, generally, it causes same same sort of stuff general malaise uh not a well-being you know uh that the horse isn't isn't performing well is, is acting right maybe off feed might have some intestinal disturbances colics and that and those sorts of things and so um it is a big problem um it's it's something that's looked after um so there's tests that you can that you can run for it and and certainly they look for the antibodies um for pyroplasmosis and certainly horses that are imported into the U.S. are tested for that to make sure they don't have it along with some other things. But, but since we're on that topic, they're, they're tested for it. And then if they do test positive for it, generally they can't come here. Um, uh, there are horses that have um, that have been here that have had it, um, whether it be from um, I know there are some cases in the southwestern United States of, of horses being using dirty needles and people, you know, using the same needle on multiple horses. And that ends up being an issue, obviously. And so so if that if that happens or if there's a horse that somehow slips through the cracks and, and um, does get in. It's a big, long process. The horse has to be isolated um, on the farm. Um, you treat the horse with with some anti antibiotics that, that are specific to to the pyroplasmosis bacteria. And um, so it can be a long, drawn out process. And then in that process, you're continually testing for the antibodies to see if they get 
um, a below a certain certain level, and that can take some time. I mean, it can take up six months to a year for that to happen. So um, it can certainly take time. Generally, you you run the course of the antibiotics and then you stop, and then you just have to wait for those antibodies to come down. Um, after that happens, then the horse is so is out of quarantine or, or free to go. But um, it is a problem. Um, certainly, if uh, <laughs> if you're wanting to import one that has it or whatever, um, that's generally not going to happen, and it shouldn't happen. Um, so we don't want it here, and um, we got enough issues. <laughs> we don't need anybody else's. So uh, um, you know, it it it's an issue for sure. Now, have you seen horses, um, because in the case of a very dear friend of mine, whose horse got stuck overseas with this, didn't have any symptoms. Have you come across horses that just don't have any symptoms at all? Yeah. Yeah. So this, this, um, you know, I've, I had a horse that I ended up having to treat for pyroplasmosis. It, it's um, slipped through the cracks somehow or another. And yeah, no, this horse was asymptomatic, was fine, performed fine. Um you know, the, the, the antibodies were just at a level and the horse was taking care of it. But certainly if that horse was bitten by a tick or, and, and that tick got um, carried on to another animal, then certainly it could have passed it along. Um, so, yeah, that's the, that's part of the problem is because, um, you know, you can have asymptomatic carriers that um, aren't affected at all and you would never know it. So, um, you know, we've talked about asymptomatic carriers for two years now, right? <laughs> yes. Other things. So um, obviously those those are the problems because you, you don't know that they're sick. So um, some horses deal with it just fine and, and some, uh, some others can get very, very sick from it. So um, dealing with them is, is hard and that's why we really don't want to have that problem. But there are other countries in the world, obviously, that do have that problem and, and much more so, and we don't want it. So. Uh, no, exactly. I mean, you talk, you talk to some other countries like Spain or wherever, they have pyroplasmosis and it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. You just put them on some antibiotics for a while and, you know, most of them get over just like, you know, um, you know, maybe just a regular disease. But since we don't have it, that's why it's such a big deal here. We don't want to have it. So, um, you know, so we try to avoid that at all costs. And it can be more severe in some horses. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Some horses, um, I mean, some, it can be fatal in some horses. Um, it's not very common that it can be fatal, but it certainly uh, um, can be a problem. It can be an economic loss and obviously uh, performance loss and, and, and a huge burden on the, on the owners. Great. Thank you, Dr. Adam Kayot here at Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show. Dr. Kayot, always a wealth of information on a subject that's not talked about that much. And Dr. Kayot, of course, said that here in America, we really don't have much of this or any of this pyroplasmosis, hopefully. Um, but other countries, you know, it's kind of, I guess, almost acceptable that horses have it. And, and it's a big deal if you're trying to bring a horse back into the country. It's not a big deal. Um, and I don't know the list of countries. It's a big deal and not a big deal. But I know to go to many countries of the world, it's not that big of a deal if your horse tested positive for it, but to come back into America can be a very, very long process. It can take months and months of medication to even drop a few points enough to pass the re-entry for the horse. So kind of a big deal if your horse has it. And if for some reason your horse leaves the country and you don't know that your horse has it for whatever reason, and then you try to come back in, your horse can get stuck in quarantine for months. So 
can be quite a serious um, a serious situation. So and you know I, I I think I mentioned this in the interview. So kind of a lot like you know rabies in England. They don't want it back there. So. They work really hard to keep it away, and I guess that's the case here with this pyroplasmosis. And and it can be a it can be a long-term treatment, and it can be it can be months or longer to get your horse back. So it's kind of something really to be aware of, especially if you're transporting your horses in and out of the country, you know, and you you want to return. Uh, it's it's definitely something. And speaking of returning, Mary Phelps, our very own Mary Phelps who won the gold in Hungary with her ponies, is actually returning. Um, I saw she's returning soon. So we definitely have to get out to her farm and um, visit and uh, do some interviews about her trip and have her share with us some of the footage from the ponies competing overseas. And I I think she's really had quite a a phenomenal visit and experience, right? Right. I think she traveled with like Chester Webber. Yeah. Or something like that. She's like my awesome coach and this like, you know, awesome pony that knows all the things, like a world champion. I'm like, dang. Her ponies nice. are really something. They're so cute. They're such a match set. They're amazing. <laughs> and um, you know, she was a she was only a, a two pony driver, you know, and then she went to the four in hand, which was a a new a new endeavor for Mary during COVID when she was sort of you know, home a lot more. She decided to to make this big change and go ahead and, and try with the four ponies. And she's really bringing you know bringing it along. And and um, I actually think it would be fun to act like I didn't take a lesson with Wayne and go out there and actually film a lesson like a you know a first time. I think that would be a great thing to share. You know, because I the first time I drove I had always think driving was sort of boring and not very interesting and why would anyone want to do it and then I did it and I loved it I always thought it was terrifying I loved it (laughs) I absolutely loved it and they even taught me how to do the navigator on the back thing Um, Wayne calls it what ballast on the back yeah Mm -hmm. when you hang on the back and um, they even taught me to do that too and uh, it just really had a great experience so I think when when Mary returns (laughs) We'll have to all go out there and visit. We'll have to take Isaac out to meet the ponies. Yes. So um, we'll do that. Um, that is the sound that means that we have to go to break and we're going to come back. We have something a little different for you that I think you'll find interesting. I get asked multiple times a day, what on earth can I do about my internet on my farm? Well, I have the answer for you. We have a great tenant here from next door at the power plant. We're going to chat to Mo. So stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. We'll be right back. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care, and our broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and Midnight Rose Equestrian. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com.
If you're tired of the rigors of keeping your horse's water troughs clean and free of algae, you need the Drinking Post Waterer, an automatic waterer for horses, livestock and cattle. Field tested for over 40 years, the Drinking Post Waterer is the gold standard of non-electric automatic waterers. Check them out on Facebook or find them on the web at dpwaterer.com. Broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the third segment of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital in complete care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton, host and executive producer, with my co host Maria Lacasse from Midnight Rose Equestrian, massage therapist, licensed to massage both you and your horse mobile you can come to her or she will come to you she'll make you and your horse work together absolutely perfectly after one session with her you're going to see a vast improvement and feel better much better she's actually the best massage therapist i've ever known in my life and my life has been a few years shall we say we also have a very special guest in the studio that actually I've got to meet this past week officially at our equine initiative meeting and actually has an office here at a power plant incubator and got to chat a little bit to him yesterday and thought what a great topic this would be for the show. Mo Metheny with WVW. Thank you. Yes. Welcome to the show. It's lovely to have you with us. What does WVW stand for? Uh. It's a Wi-Fi Viperwave. The reason I like it, because you flip it either way, you still read it the same thing. It's W, V, and then W. So if you flip it the other way... It's still W, V, W. It's clever, yeah. And the information's up on the screen if you're watching us either on Facebook or the television there, um, how you can actually contact Mo. But I'm going to say his phone number for our radio listeners, 352-670-4070. And then WVW dash wifi.com is his website and we'll say that one more time um, later on in the show but I wanted everybody to meet Mo because one of the things I get asked all the time by horse owners and farm owners is 
what on earth can I do about my internet? Why do I have such terrible internet here out in, there's quite a few places in Citra where it's terrible, there's some places out in Morriston. I know I've been at Hits before and it's the internet's been really awful. I've been in like a number of different show facilities where I have thought I'd really like to go live right now but I can't because the Wi-Fi is just appalling. And even neighborhoods, um, Gigi, our um, show director, has issues with hers out at her house. I know a lot of people are asking like questions about when Starlink coming, when can we get Starlink? We've got people buying land in new developments, in new HOAs, and the, one of the reasons that they maybe lose interest is because there's no internet there yet, and they say, what do we do, what do we do, how do we get it? So meeting Mo was great. I said, Mo, I need you to come talk to my people. So, Mo, first of all, how did you get started in, in this business? It was seven years ago when I moved into the Okada neighbors. I came from Orlando, so internet was like a basics. I mean, I never thought that it was a place without internet. <laughs> I mean, in the United States at least. I bought a house, uh, I googled, even the realtor told me, hey, look, Google online, you'll find, I don't find like 10 different vendors of internet. I moved in, I get the house, well, there was no internet. <laughs> My kids have school, I have work, I, there is no way to go back and sell the house now, so. And I started searching and that's how I start finding the solution that they're already there, it's just hidden, yes. So you're in Ocala now, the horse capital, and obviously we have a lot of farms and a lot of people are very remote out in the country. Share a little bit with us about how you can help and what you can do to make people's internet more, um, either to get internet or improve internet situations. Yeah, well, to actually to improve internet, and I will say this honestly, 80% is the end user fault. 80%. I'm, te I'm just being honest. That's horses it's too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair. It's, um, the technology has changed a lot. This yeah. couple of years, the people had it of wanting to stream all day long, but the copper technology, which is the DSL, stayed the same. It was not improved. So, yes, I know they're working in some fiber, but I need the internet today. Actually, I needed yesterday. So until this fiber thing get built up, it will take a couple of years, you know, that's a whole infrastructure. Mm -hmm. You can't hold businesses for a couple of years right. until you get that. So yes. what we can do for today or maybe yesterday, okay? So I find this wireless, everybody has phones, mm -hmm. right? But if you look at it this way, wireless is implemented every single place in the world. But in the school system, it is not a such a material for technological education that is called Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. It is not, it doesn't right. exist. Mm -hmm. So it, they always rely on you to deal with it. Right. Okay, you go and order a router and everything, but still it doesn't work. And eventually it is not gonna work. There's so many factors yes. available in your house that you may don't see it as an obstacles, but they are. So what, what do we do right now? If let's say a farm has internet, Okay, we're gonna take it the easiest way. They mm -hmm. have internet, but internet is just to the house or to where they have their routers. But the farm is not just that house. Oh gosh. Right. Yeah, sometimes it's, yeah, it's thousands of acres. It's spreaded. Right. It is born. And 
I went to so many farms and I did so many. I'm really proud. It works. It, it really amazed me even by myself. You so, were like, yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened, what we do, and you have internet either with Starlink or even Centrelink and DSL. We have a couple of tricks that we can make it breathe better. If you have any other way internet, my job is to get it to that barn, that RV that you have parked, that you have people there, mm -hmm. the other area in your farm that you needed to be secure, you wanted to have a camera, you want your gate to be a smart gate, you wanted to be notified if somebody is at your gate that is a mile away from your house. Wow, you know? that's so, awesome. Yes, that's right. what the Wi-Fi comes in. And I did this just by mixing two technology, whatever Wi-Fi you have in the house, that works with your phone, but I also use a commercial Wi-Fi. So by mixing these two, you can use the commercial Wi-Fi legally. There's nothing, you know, still with the FCC rules. Right. Rules of, because you have to obey some regulation. Right. County, city. Absolutely, and, and, yes. And the feds. So you mm -hmm. have to make sure you don't break these rules, especially for me because that's my business. Right. And I, I you just, want that You yeah. want that reputation that your yes. business is ethical and you're doing everything yes, the proper way? Yes, you trouble, you go to bed, you go to bed. Yes. And peace. So, yes, you know. absolutely. So what, it works. We did it. We have so many clients that are happy. You know, they can have internet in the arena, which is very, very important for yes. instructors yes. to broadcast their teaching to students. Yes. You know, some people, they get paid by doing that. Right. But when there's no internet, there's no money coming in. Right. You know, that's how the world is changing real quick. It right. is. Well, even just safety. Like, I've been a trainer in Barnes where you just don't have any yes. service for, like, your phone. And you're yes. like, You can't cool, even make a phone call. Yes. Right. And, and you're that's in the arena it. and you don't have camera. So imagine if somebody get hurt mm -hmm. intentionally or not. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a means of that, it recording will, that, yes, right. recording that, and then store it somewhere, you know, yeah. in the long in the long runs, that you know, you can even monitor your farm. Yeah, you can monitor uh, from uh, far away. Yes, and be able to see what's happening. Yeah. And one of the most important things is the guests. Those are your money. Mm -hmm. The guests, when they come in, if right. you don't have no internet there, right. especially teens these days, oh, right? I know it. they're not staying. You know, yeah. They were like, oh, it's getting boring. I cannot take a picture of this horse and post it live. Right. You know, I want to video stream. Yeah. So, yes, we find a way how you can push the internet from the house all, all the, way. the way around the yes. farm. That's so perfect. awesome. Oh, my gosh, Secure it is. Secure and safe, that's the most important thing. <laughs> I can't believe that. How can we be a minute from the end already? That's so amazing. <laughs> well, and then also Mo um, shared with me um, uh, how he can actually, has the contacts to actually get the fiber yes, up. Can. And and Mo, stay with us because we have to go to break, but I got a few more questions. That's so okay. uh, we'll be right back on the Horse Talk Show with Mo in just a minute. Current equine microchips can migrate by up to 30%, causing difficulty when scanning. With over 70 years of collective horse industry experience, Lipchip offers a new, more effective method of microchipping, partnering with veterinarians and technology experts to ensure humane and practical microchipping. Lipchip was built by horsemen for horsemen. Nowadays, the performance horse industry is in need of both integrity and transparency. Lipchip is the future of horse microchipping, with cutting-edge technology functional for every discipline. Find Lipchip on social media and for more information, lipchipllc.com. The future is here. The future is Lipchip. 
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapesa, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. The Horse Talk Show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Louisa Barton here in the studio, host and executive producer of the Horse Talk Show. Please find us on Facebook and like us if you haven't already. Uh, you can also go to the internet and find us at thehorsetalkshownetwork.com. And I am in the studio with my co-host, Maria Lacasse, massage therapist, horses and people, Midnight Rose Equestrian. And we've actually been chatting to Mo from WVW. And it was so interesting. We had to keep him for a second segment. 
I can't believe how fast we went uh, through that first one. Okay. So we're kind of bumping everything a little bit just so we can ask Mo a few more questions because something that I found really interesting that was very, very new to me, and I am really tech ignorant, as my uh, team here will agree. <laughs> oh, there was a laugh. I just heard a laugh from the peanut gallery over there. No. <laughs> Gigi's giggling. Um, Isaac's trying to be kind, but I am. Um, he always... He, Isaac, hats off to Isaac, by the way. If you don't know the guy, he's brilliant. Um, and uh, and it, it, when I insult myself, he won't participate, which I'm really impressed by. But anyway, I am not a tech-savvy person. And when Mo told me yesterday that if you're within eight miles of a major highway, then there's things we can do, I said, really? Like, I was so surprised. So share with us, you have connections that relationships where you can go directly to the companies and you can get the fiber out of the road and you can actually take like say there's 10 farms on a road who all want to have yes. better internet yes. you can actually get that fiber you can distribute it to all 10 of those farms on that road and everybody will have private internet still correct uh, if it is like street or road that is a couple farms i'll say maybe 10 farms or eight and it is no way to get the internet that at that point even starlink won't work because trees it's the enemy of starlink so my suggestion if you have a lot of trees just do your researches before investing money in a technology that it worked for your neighbor but it doesn't work for you so follow the instruction of checking your sky that you have connection I say that so if they all need the internet, and I'm talking about business that they need internet, because I notice Equidine, every farm is a business by itself. Oh, yes. It's an entity. Yes. It's a dreams mm -hmm. and visions and yes. so many yeah. things in that yes. that you just drive by in two seconds, but in those two seconds in your right-hand side, there is a lot of things going There's on. There's a lot going on. Yes. yes. So in that road, let's say it is five, six, ten farms. They needed the internet badly, but they need it for business, okay? Um, we have a broker that he helped us a lot. Um, we can do, the, he, he has all the tools, okay, to find the fiber, the closest one, okay, and then we choose one of the farm as a host. Uh, what I mean as a host is where the cable is gonna, I mean, end right there. They will bring in the cable and they leave. Now it comes to my job, if they all attach to each other, each one of them can have a patch fiber to their house. So it is no, uh, it will be pure dedicated line. This, is, this line is not shared with other streets, no, no, no. So just straight from that hub place all the way to the data center. So then no matter how much they're gonna use it, they will all have a great experience. It is no shared, it is no downtime, and it is at least maximum of one hour. If anything happened to it, in one hour it has to be fixed. That's the same line as the hospitals get. It's a dedicated line, okay? Now the price, it go between 800 to, I'll say 12, 30. It depends how much gig you need, how mm -hmm. much data you need. But yes, if it is a street that doesn't have line and people are willing to get that fiber dedicated line to make their business, you know, like completely, you know, uh, I, I would say, yes, connected completely, streaming, you can rent your, 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 your spaces if you have in the farm. If you have people coming in, they need to stream. So every farm will have its own private line. Yes, physically it's one line, but virtually 
they are secured and separate. So this farm cannot see what the other one is doing. You know, it does not inflect their speed. So each one of them will have really their really own experience. private. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about somebody's on your no. information. No, no, or no. Each one is separate. They will put a firewall there that it will really monitor all this traffic. And they neighbor. I don't think they're going to go and, and no, no, no. Whatever. But that's fantastic yes. because then that cost can also be split, split. between correct a correct. number of different farms or a neighborhood correct. or a. What, what I do, you pay me for my work. The fiber is yours. Whoever the host, that's they. They agree with each other. They have to come up to a certain agreement mm -hmm. for the benefit of all. Okay? Right. And then once they have it, they can keep me to manage it, but it's guaranteed to work nonstop. And I always give one year warranty in my job and then free management for the first year, which is 125 hours value. If you go to any IT company to manage your network, it's 125. I do it the first year for free. And after that, it is not that much. I'm way below. That's amazing. Yes. Isn't it? I work with people. I have a random question. Yes. So yeah. I'm noticing the, the Viper on your yes. logo. Is that for like accuracy or speed it's or all for of privacy. Yes, if you know, viper they stink, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. I like that. Yes, and all the softwares I use are open sources. It means you don't have no licenses to pay, or your licenses expire, or it's end of lifetime for that device. So no, I don't do that. I use open source for everything. So the codes are there. There is no restriction, and it does work. It's just honestly like when I was talking to him yesterday. It was like the lights were coming on. <laughs> like I, I was sitting there going, wow, there's somebody that does this, can solve this. For, and, you know, I think it's more important than ever now. You, you know, you mentioned the importance of, you know, you've got horses for sale and you're making a video for somebody of the horse to send maybe overseas. Yes. And you have to, so you make the video and, you, you know, you say, oh, my gosh, um, I have to wait until 10 o'clock tonight when I'm back at my house to try and send this to you, you know, because I can't send it to you but here. The sale is gone. And mm -hmm. yes, and they've already found another horse. You know, yeah. maybe they're in another yeah. time zone yeah. and they've, they're, you know, they're done. So it, it to me is Florida just. Florida Horse Park. I already said that to him yesterday. I said, I got to introduce you to <laughs> Jason, who's asked me like a hundred times, like, what can we do about internet? Well, Jason, I have the answer sitting next to me. I hope you're watching. If you want, you should be. But I'm going to send you his information because, uh, yeah, Jason has asked me many times, what do we, you know, what can we do? So I now, I have the answer. So the Florida Horse Park, yes, would love that. That would be phenomenal. So, but there's so many show places that, you know, and especially, you know, something that's been happening here a lot is there's a lot of land and farms being sold very quickly. So people are actually having to buy farms now more outside of Ocala to be able to find a farm because they cridges just people are buying it like mad. So as professionals buy farms outside of the outskirts of Ocala, they it gets more and more difficult to get a decent Internet. So this to me is just uh, I was blown away yesterday. I was so impressed. I said, I, I think there's so many horse owners, show facilities, venues, horse farms uh, all over this county that have this problem. And, and it can significantly affect their business. Yes, ma'am. So I think it's amazing. I think it's incredible that you have this service. I think our farms are going to really find this a, a priceless service. And how nice to have somebody 
to talk to in person. You're not on the end of the phone going, I don't understand you. No, you know, it's I'm local, I'm here. So anytime you need me, <laughs> consult with me, see what better for your place before going and invest money and at the end it doesn't work. Yes. Mo, yes. WVW, thank you so much, you. sir. It's thank really been so an much. honor, and I think we've really shared some priceless information with our horse owners today. We'll be back in just a minute. We're going to switch it up a little bit to uh, Cyberknife. Right before the Derby, we got to chat to the people connected to this horse who just won the Haskell, so stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and service hassle-free and easier than ever with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy, find new roads. Nirvana, Ocala's premier medical spa, is leading the way in great skin with all the newest in treatment options, offering prejuvenation for younger clients and rejuvenation for all ages. Nirvana knows you want to look your very best, but we've all seen people with the telltale signs of too much work. We want you to look like you, just better, brighter and younger, with all the newest and best in technology and all in the most beautiful surroundings. Like Nirvana Medical Spa on Facebook and find them on the web at nirvanamedicalspa.com. Become a better, brighter and younger you. Piranha, your trusted leader in insect control for 50 years. The official fly spray for World Equestrian Center. From the strongest water-based equine spray in the blue bottle to the familiar and longtime favorite in the yellow bottle. Wipe and spray, we've got you covered. If you're looking for effective plant-based fly spray, then look for our zero bite in the green bottle. Check us out online at piranhainc.com. That's P-Y-R-A-N-H-A, PiranhaInc.com, to learn more about Piranha's entire family of products. Piranha, it works. My name is Dr. Natalie Solomon. I formulated Equigreen with cutting-edge science and technology alongside the passion that is represented by a lifelong love of horses. I created a product that I would trust for my horses because they deserve nothing but the best for their bodies. Horses rely on us to take care of them, to love them, to respect them. This is how Equigreen came to life. Equigreen, CBD for your horse that you can trust. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. Back on the horse talk show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. We are kind of switching it up a little bit and back. We're actually going back to Kentucky Derby time this year when we had a chance at Ocala Breeder Sales to chat to Susan Montaigne and her team about Cyberknife and how naughty he was and how much trouble he gave them and how feisty he was and that apparently has now been channeled into 
some good energy because he just outran Tybert with Mike Smith on board at the Haskell this weekend. And that's a big deal. That's a win and you're in for the Breeders' Cup, which means he'll be in the Breeders' Cup. And we're going to just share this video from May with you now and this interview um, with Cyberknife's team. So we hope you enjoy it. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television on all smart TV networks here at Ocala Breeder Sales with actually another one of our local superstars. She has an incredible history. We can even talk about American Pharaoh. I'm here with Susan Montaigne of SBM Training and Sales. And we're going to talk a little bit, first of all, about Cyberknife and about a very exciting journey towards the 148th running of the Kentucky Derby coming right up very soon. Susan, thank you for being with us. Tell us a little bit about your background. So as a kid, I showed some English stuff. I got into barrel racing, moved to Ocala when I was 16 and got a job at the racetrack. Um, Galloping Horses goes back to Mr. Elmer Huback. Um, I knew nothing about the racehorses um, and just started riding. Um, I got a lot of my experience as far as the training end goes. I give credit to a lot of these other consigners that are here that gave me opportunities, not just to ride for them, but to work in their barn in the afternoons as well. Tell us about riding American Pharaoh. So Pharaoh, yeah, he's, he's a different animal in itself, right? So, um, they called and asked um, if I'd come and breeze a couple horses for him um, that particular day. And he happened to be on my set list. So, yeah, they threw me up and said, just be easy. Just sit there and <laughs> don't move. Don't smooch. Don't do anything. Just take him around the racetrack. So, And he did. He surely toted me. That was quite an experience. I imagine after having ridden him and then him be the first Triple Crown winner in 37 years, that has to have been a historic moment for you. Yes, for sure. Um, very thankful I got that opportunity because, listen, at the end of the day, anybody could have, they could have called anybody to come and, and get on him. And it just ended up working out to where he was on my set list that day. Amazing. Tell us a little bit about Cyberknife. Obviously, very exciting for you. Um, looking forward now to the, to the Kentucky Derby coming right up. Um, tell us a little bit about how you felt about him when you first met him, what you liked about him, um, and some of the qualities that you saw in him that have obviously got him this far on the Derby trail. So credit goes to Chad Summers. Um, he bought this colt uh, for Al Gold and Joe Hardoon. Um, they bought him. I've done a lot of business with Chad. We've had a huge success um, together. We had minor biscuits off the tracks, and the list kind of goes on from there. We've had multiple horses that were grade one winners. This particular horse um, is a little different. Um, he's tough. He was a little difficult to break, um, and every day was definitely a challenge, um, getting him on the racetrack and, and training him. There was never a moment that you could make him tired. And that was, at the end of the day, I guess that's what's turned him into such a, an amazing athlete, because um, he doesn't. He doesn't get tired. Um, but as far as that, I love to see the fact that he is starting to grow up a little bit. Um, I didn't expect him to even run as a two-year-old early. That's for sure. Um, he looked like a horse to me that wants to go long, and ideally, that's where it's ended up. Tell us when you when you talk about he was he was difficult when you first tried to start getting him under saddle. What are some of the techniques that you've tried and that have worked for you with horses like that? When you have obviously a a young, very energetic thoroughbred, and, and you're not a 
big human. Um, you're at, how, how do you deal with that? What are some of the things that you do to help bring him along to give him success? I get uh, my team. Um, every person in the barn has their own abilities. Um, and it's a matter of focusing that energy in the right direction and, and putting the right riders on each individual horse. Some, some can handle finicky fillies. Some can handle really, really tough colts. Um, so this particular horse, a guy by the name of Juan Hernandez, he rode him every single day. That was his horse. Um, he's not a horse that you wanted to go thumping on or be aggressive with. You just kind of had to, so in some ways, let him do his thing, um, but guide that energy in the right direction and that forward momentum. What were the first things you liked about him? And did you see him possibly being a future derby horse at that point or even a, even just a stakes winner? Not that that's a just. <laughs> you know, horses like him, um, you see in the mornings that um, he has the ability, right? So he was light on his feet, never make him tired. And it was all going to be a matter of mentally when he gets it together. And truthfully, I don't even know that he really even has it all together yet. I think as he continues to race and continues to grow, it's it's all going to start to click. But right now he's, in my opinion, he's running on straight talent. Amazing. And how did you feel that this day, Arkansas Derby Day, I mean, you have to have been just elated, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and you know, and for Al, Al's Al himself has put a lot of money into this business. Um, he actually, I met him several years ago. He bought a horse off of me and he ended up being a stakes horse for him. Not a graded stakes horse, but a stakes horse. Um, and that was really the only horse that he and I ever had a connection with. Um, but for him to be able to have his first grade one winner um, and just the whole history that with Chad and I, I mean, it's, it's, quite remarkable, honestly. And I'm so excited for, for the whole team and not just, you know, my guys at the farm. I mean, they, they put in just as much effort as anybody. We're actually taking one. One's going to the Derby. Oh, that's so wonderful. I bet he's thrilled, right? He's so excited. Yeah. That was one of my requests. And I said, you know, if anybody put in as much time in this horse as I did or Andy did, it's one. So, um, it was a request that I had that he get to go and he's going. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about the OBS sale and kind of what you're, you're here with your consignment. You've got, obviously got some horses in the sale. What are you kind of looking forward and, and hoping for with these horses and, and potentially obviously to go on and see them have incredible careers like so many of your horses have? Well, that's the main thing, right? So it's not necessarily what some of these horses work in. It's having the confidence when these buyers come up and, you know, everybody has their level and where they, where they can afford or what they want to do or the end, the end goals. Um, so luckily for us, we do have some really nice horses in the barn and I do have some high expectations for a few of them. That's wonderful. Any last words about the, about the Kentucky Derby? Obviously we'll, we'll see you there with your team and, uh, and you must be very excited. You'll, you'll visit him. I take it in the barn. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we've got a whole itinerary I've been told that we're, that we're doing, but, um, Brad's done a phenomenal job with him. Um, so great for their team as well. Um, so, you know, hopefully, right. That's all we can do, but listen, just to be there. Um, there's only so many that get to have that opportunity and, and we're very thankful that it's going to be one of ours.
to be in the top 20 is a really big deal. It sure is. It it's I you really just don't have words for it, right? So I, I'm like I said, I'm super excited for everybody involved. Well, I can tell you that Ocala Marion County, very, very proud of you and all your endeavors. And we watch your horses uh, regularly doing well and excelling. So we certainly hope to see you do very well in the Kentucky Derby. I'm here with uh, Susan Montani from SBM Training and Sales. And we're watching Cyberknife, one of uh, Ocala Marion County grads. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at OBS. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and broadcast sponsor, Larson Farms. Also, thank you to supporting sponsors, Equine Therapy International, Nirvana Medical Spa, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, Summit Joint Performance, and Equigreen. Hi, I'm Alan Davies with Equine Therapy International. Today, we're at Engineered Equine Performance, celebrating the new saltwater chilled treadmill. This particular chilled equine saltwater treadmill is a game changer. As you can see, the finest materials are used, the filtration system, coarse, fine filtration, no chemicals. We use UV, ozone, combination of filtration to keep the highest water chemistry standards. Being a saltwater unit, only the finest stainless steel and materials are used. That's important when it comes to longevity and cost of service over the life of the unit. This unit also has integrated massage jets with fine bubbles and coarse air bubbles for the therapy. The control system on this is Siemens industrial grade, top of the line technology, straight from Germany, but also serviceable here in the US. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. This show is brought to you in part by Summit Joint Performance, promoting a healthy, thick synovial fluid, decreasing inflammation in the joints and improving the cushioning properties of the cartilage pads. All age horses can benefit from Summit Joint Performance. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian's background is in natural horsemanship and dressage principles with a main focus on maintaining a balance of communication and correct biomechanics between horse and rider. Come to her farm or she'll come to yours. Allow Maria to help you and your horse to unwind and balance to increase performance so that you can both be the best you can be together to build a lifelong partnership of success. Maria Lacasse of Midnight Rose Equestrian is a graduate of the Equine Natural Movement School for Equine Structural Integration and a Florida School of Massage graduate. Find Midnight Rose Equestrian on social media and on the web at midnightroseequestrian.com and book your massage for your horse and you right away. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show.
talk show broadcasts from the CEP's equine studios in downtown Ocala in the horse capital. I'm Louisa Barton for the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Ocala Breeder Sales at SBN Sales and Training. And we're talking about Cyberknife. This is uh, a horse that's running in the Kentucky Derby with Ocala Marion County Connections. And we certainly like to broadcast that. I have my sign holder here, Al Gold, Joe Hardoon and Chad Summers here. And they've all had a part in this incredible, very commanding uh, horse that we're going to see run in the Kentucky Derby very soon. I'm going to start here with the sign holder. Al, tell us about Cyberknife. I just pay the bills. These two guys will give you all the details you want to know about the horse. So this is the money man and the sign holder. Okay. <laughs> good for you. You put it in a good place there now. Joe, tell us a little bit uh, about your involvement with Cyberknife, looking forward now towards the Derby and, and kind of what your hopes are. Well, uh, Cyberknife was a horse that Chad and I purchased at the uh, Fasig Tipton yearling sale. Uh, we bought him for 400000 Uh He was a big, type, uh, scopey-looking horse that was light on his feet. And a uh, new crop, first crop of Gunrunner. He looked like a horse that we needed to have. Chad, tell us a little bit about your first thoughts on Cyberknife and now looking forward to the Kentucky Derby, kind of what your hopes are. Well, the first thing we said was he's either going to win a grade one or he's never going to make the races. So we're glad that uh, <laughs> the first part came true, not the latter part. But, look, he's uh, he's always been a very special horse to us. You know, we're thankful that, that Mr. Gold, he wanted to take a shot at a, at a home run kind of horse. And, you know, fortunately for, for us and the whole team involved, we were able to do that. I mean, Susan and her team, uh, you know, Juan Hernandez gets a lot of credit. He, he got on the horse every day from the time they broke him to the time he left to go to Brad Cox. And, you know, then all credit goes to Brad Cox's team as well. He's been at seven different locations of Brad Cox's kind of uh, factory that he has and the, and, the, and the team and the staff that he's put together. And, you know, it's led us all to the first Saturday in May, and we'll see where we feel the second Saturday in May. Tell us about Susan and her operation. She had uh, uh, told us during the interview that he was tough and that Juan did a great job. A lot of that grit is really important to get this far with young horses, especially get to these grade one stakes races and especially to be the top 20 in the country. That grit is really important, but channeling that grit into good energy and positive energy and getting a horse this far. And obviously Brad Cox is brilliant as well. But tell us about Susan and her team here and the just the way that they can manage those kind of challenges with a horse like this that's obviously got a lot of talent. Well, my relationship with Susan goes back to... 2014 and we've had three great one winners together now and you know the thing that Susan and her staff do over there that's different than most is each horse is an individual and and Susan along with her partner Andy Pickerel you know they've they take their time and and that's a horse that you needed to take your time with it wasn't okay you know we're done you know let's start breezing them it was you know many many hours long days of of getting him to to trust and understand and and to go through the process of what it takes to be a racehorse and as difficult as he was and he was on his hind legs maybe more than he was on all fours it was a process of he never got tired no matter what they did no matter how they trained him uh he never got tired and we had to you know play with the equipment and change different things and uh you know they would turn him out in the morning time and he'd take a long nap instead of taking some of that energy out but <laughs> it, it was it was one of those things where we all kind of, every time we saw him, <laughs> we came together and we just said, you know what, you know, if he can ever put it all together, 
then he's going to be okay. And, you know, every time he trained, every time he breezed on the farm before he went to Brad, and then when he went to Brad, it was, you know, is he ever going to get tired? He never, ever got tired. And that's what kind of gives us the confidence, you know, to go to mile and a quarter, which is a demanding distance, especially, you know, you're talking over here at the Yokala set where the OBS and training set where horses go an eighth of a mile or at the most a quarter of a mile, right? These horses got to go a mile and a quarter. But, uh, you know, we think from his early training from SBM, uh, he's going to be well prepared for that mile and a quarter distance. Fantastic. You were made for TV. Well done. <laughs> Here chatting with the team that each person played a huge role in getting this horse to where he is now on the Derby Trail. We certainly hope to see him have future success. Louisa Barton with the Horse Talk Show and Equus Television here at Ocala Breeder Sales. <laughs> that was great. Uh, just to be able to backtrack to before the Derby when we were chatting about Simon Knife and incredible uh, race this weekend in the Haskell racing, out racing Tiber, which was it's a big deal. Beating Mike Smith and Tiber's another incredible horse. So winning you're in, as I said, for the Breeders' Cup, so we'll definitely see him in that. But just going back to, you know, we were actually going to do a whole segment on training aids, but we actually ended up chatting with Mo for longer than we planned. But that was beneficial because Mo with WVW has got so much that he can help farms with uh, in the industry where they're trying to film things, live stream things, um, share things with their students. So really it was important that we kind of went on and had a second segment with him. So thank you for staying, Mo. We really appreciate you. We've all learned so much about, so educational. about our internet situations. It's, it's incredible. So I think that's really valuable. But, but we were going to talk about trading aids, but what kind of made me put all of that together was just thinking about Susan Montaigne sharing with me how difficult Cyberknife was when he was in training. He would stand upon his hind legs for the exercise rider who, hats off to the exercise rider who so patiently worked with this horse and got him through difficult times and um, actually managed to channel that energy into, um, you know, to being in the top 20 horses in the country to make it into the Kentucky Derby by itself is a huge accomplishment. Um, running against the best, the best of the best. So, and then to go ahead and, you know, make it through that kind of first part of the, that whole first part of the year, Triple Crown series, and and then move on to like the Haskell and the Travers, which is next month, winning your ends for the Breeders' Cup, and to beat such a great horse, a uh, bunch of horses at the Haskell in New Jersey, a big deal. So, um, really, uh, the Bulgers, good friends of mine, uh, on Facebook, obviously had a wonderful time at the Haskell they live there and saw some fantastic photographs from there this week this past weekend so congratulations to Susan Montaigne here in Ocala and her team and all the connections uh, to Cyberknife so it was nice as I said to be able to backtrack to the time at OBS when we got to chat, chat to all the people who kind of gave him his foundation and speaking of training aids we were going to talk about all sorts of things, martingales and, and whips and use of all that. That's a whole segment, so we'll save that for you for next week. But just made me think of that because Cyberknife was difficult to manage and wondering it's how they... It's amazing how they manage the young racehorses. They basically feed them like rocket fuel. And <laughs> they're also worth like six figures, so you have to keep them alive. So like, yeah, so it's... Uh, they come up with solutions. It's a work in progress for sure, and um, and they work through those things. But, you know, I think... You know, hats off or fascinators maybe off to the people here in Ocala in the Marin County area and all the connections here that that actually start these horses. And, you know, when we see the Derby Gate, the Kentucky Derby Gate, 
in you know kind of April we we know who's going to be in it towards the end of April and we're looking at the top 20 horses and and in, then in May when we go into that first Saturday and we find that two-thirds at least of the horses in the Derby gate had their foundation start right here in Ocala Marin County and the surrounding area of some of Levy County it, you know it makes me say wow because as horse people and horse owners and horse lovers we know that the foundation start everything from what's done with a foal you know after it's born to the first time it is halted the first time it's saddled and bridled the first time it's ridden and it the whole experience from the very beginning is so important it's so key to the success of the horse in the future and i think just it's so impressive that our people our local folks here are do such an incredible job whether it be the demerics or uh, the Brennans or you know there's so many I could mention who who start these horses just right and even when they're challenging like Cyberknife they manage to work through those to help put them not just on the right course for their racing career but beyond because when they're OTTBs and they're off the track and they they get to go on to another career you know English Western whatever they do just just well done to the to the folks here. We're just so proud of you and Susan. Well done with Cyberknife. And we're at the end of the show. Mo, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Maria, thank you so much. And whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, or not, happy horsing around. Till the next time with Chris Gillum. <laughs>